Hey everybody, just a quick programming note before we get into it. A few of these episodes were recorded before the coronavirus pandemic. So if you hear us talking about going to the mall or going to a restaurant or anything like that, know that it took place before all that happened. Thanks for listening. Check us out at WeRankThings.com. We're on Twitter, at WeRankThings. And make sure to subscribe to us and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Stay safe and enjoy the show. in regards to the guest below you um, came to me and said that she was having a really hard time sleeping last night because she thinks you're a night owl and we're pacing all night because um, she was up at 5 a.m., she said. Um, so if you can, please, please, please um, just kind of be a little bit more cautious of the person under you um, just as far as... Um, walking, I guess. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know how to say that. But um, if you have any questions or anything like that, please feel free. Give me a call down at the front desk. Again, this is Candace, the front desk supervisor. Thank you. Bye. To save this message, press 1. To... Ten. Nine. Hello, and welcome to the We Rank Things podcast, a podcast where two lifelong friends reveal and discuss their personal top ten rankings for various subjects. I'm Connor. And I'm Matt. And today, we're going to be talking about our top ten restaurants in the Northwest, which we define as Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. And that's Northwest U.S., no Canadians. Yes, the Pacific Northwest in the United States. Um and it's going to be pretty fun because Matt and I are both from the Northwest. We both travel a lot for work, so we have opportunities to kind of explore different cities, different restaurants. And it was difficult for me to kind of narrow it down to 10. Yeah, it's tough because there's a lot of good stuff. And I feel a little bad because there's probably a lot of stuff that I miss. But, you know, it's hard when you're trying to narrow it down with, like, how many restaurants there are. Just, I mean, there's hundreds in Seattle alone. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. So yeah. – what kind of criteria did you use to narrow it down? I mean, I just basically brainstormed a list of all the restaurants I love. I tried to think about the different cities that I go to regularly and just kind of made a, a, a longer list of like, hey, these are these are my favorite spots. Whenever I go to this place, I make sure I go here. Or some of these, like I, I've only had one meal there, but it was so exceptional that I'm like, yo, that's going to really? be on the list. Yeah, yeah there was a couple, a couple that I considered that were like that. But I was like, you know, I haven't given it the proper test to be sure that it should be on the list, so it didn't quite make it. Uh, but, yeah, I did a similar thing. Like those places that I just cannot visit the area or like be working in the area and not have lunch there or go to dinner or do whatever. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple places that have multiple locations. Uh, yeah, there's all different kinds of food on my list. Yeah, same. Uh, I tried to, I tried to mix it up a little bit, and for the for the ones where if I've only been there once, it like it stood out for one particular item, or I was like, 
wow, that was the, well, best, the best of that item ever I've ever had. Yeah, just, or, or right up there. And it well, was, like I was gonna put Bastille on there, which is a French restaurant in uh, in Ballard, like a little boutique kind of fancy little place that went right. with my family. And cassoulet, which is a really difficult dish, one to find anywhere and to make, and it was it blew my mind. It's one of the best meals I've ever had, but I've never had anything else at that restaurant. So. Same. I don't okay. know if the yeah. rest of it's good. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was close because that was so good. But. I have a similar one. There, there's a restaurant in Portland called Ox, and it's. Oh, um, I heard of that place. I've yeah, had a lot it, of people. It's, it's won talk awards. It I think it won, it won a James Beard Award, um, and it's Argentinian. But but yeah, is it like a Argentinian steakhouse kind of thing where you get just overloaded on meat? Well, they have a lot of meat, and it's uh, the meat is exceptional, but. The reason I left it off, and it, it was definitely on the longer list of rest, restaurants I considered, but the reason I left it off is just because it's like uh, – it is a fancier restaurant. It, 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 it was a pretty penny. And so part of like – part of something I enjoy about restaurants is just like accessibility. Yeah. You know what? I was going to bring up the same thing because several of the ones on here, they uh, ranked above like a really, really fancy, nice restaurant just because like – that restaurant may have the best steak in the world, but I only go there like once or twice a year, if that. So if something is a place that I'm going to go to all the time, it definitely has a, a nudge in the, the rankings up a notch or two. Yeah. Uh, now, we have a twist to how we're going to do this, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Explain. Uh, so with each item that we bring up, the other person is going to read a one-star review to challenge your choice of these restaurants – uh, and you have to defend them, and I have to defend mine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, mix in some one-star <laughs> Yelp reviews, which are uh, typically pretty funny to read, anyway. So, uh, what are you drinking today? Uh, pretty, pretty. Is it your generic. standard order? My, my, yeah, my standard uh, venti cold brew from Starbucks. <clears throat> well, I'm drinking a Revision Spiritual Gangster, another new IPA from what is quickly becoming my favorite brewery out of uh, Sparks, Nevada. It's a hazy IPA. Um, it's delicious. It's got a good ABV to it, about 6.5. Get me right into the podcasting mood. There you go, buddy. Yum, yum. <clears throat> All right, buddy. You want to kick it off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. Actually, first, you know, aside from the one you already mentioned, were there any other, like, really tough cuts for you? Oh, notable exceptions? Uh, well, the expensive ones that I was thinking of was El Gaucho and Aqua, two really high-end restaurants around here. But it's like I go there on like an anniversary and then, you know, groceries are tight for a month. That's, right. Th- like right. Even it, with the it brings discount. it down a notch when it costs that much. One really important exception I had is Quickie 2. Have you ever been to Quickie or Quickie 2? No. It's a vegan restaurant. That they have one location on Capitol Hill in Seattle and one down in Tacoma. And it's just like if you went in there and they gave you food and said, this is a cheesesteak or this is a a pizza or a wrap and said it was like a jerk chicken wrap, you wouldn't know that it's vegan. Like that's how good the food is. Yeah. Um, And there's a couple other things like a few of the Philly cheesesteak restaurants, but – you know, it's not the original thing, and there's other things I go to actually way more often, so I kind of knocked them down the list. And I re- was really hoping to figure out, like, a teriyaki or an Ethiopian place, which are two things we have in droves in the Seattle area, but haven't been to enough of them where they – there's not one that blows my mind that I've been to a lot. Yeah, so that's a great point. Like, I didn't put a teriyaki restaurant on mine as much as I love teriyaki, 
But I feel like with teriyaki, yeah, like you can go it anywhere, and it's like it's all it's like consistently good. Yeah. There's not a lot that can really make it stand out among the rest because it's such a simple thing, and and so that's that actually leads me into mine because I took off a place that I really love to go in Portland. Um, it's one of my favorite taco spots, and it's like it, it's called uh, Tienda y Panderia Santa Cruz. So it is a like Mexican grocery store in the front, and then you walk through the grocery store, and then in the back there is Ooh, nice. like a taco shop. Common thing um, in those Mexican grocery stores that I really like. It's like a yeah, taco shop or a right cafe the, built right, right into the, the restaurant, here. and it's a lot better than going to like a QFC. Yeah, so so I love that place, and I go there like regularly when I go to Portland. Except the the thing, I, the reason I I took it off the list is because I feel like. With tacos, and tacos are one of my favorite foods, but with tacos, there's a small margin between, like, the best – not that, maybe not the best and the worst, but, like, the best and, like, a random place. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's one of those things where the food's really reliable, right? Yeah. Like, you can go to most mom-and-pop taco shops, you know, especially around here, and it's folks that have been making it for such a long time. they got great recipes that – they all kind of sit in the same tier. It just takes a little something extra to get one or two above, which is kind of the nature of a lot of this stuff. Although there are certain things that I think I'll point out on my list where it's like that type of food you don't see everywhere. So it makes it exceptional rather than being the best out of a sea of really good stuff. <clears throat> yeah. So awesome. do you want to kick it off with number 10? Yeah, sure. Uh, my number Weird. 10 <clears throat> My number ten is called Pick Quick. And oh. it is probably the closest restaurant to your house. Yeah. Um, There's one in Auburn. Yeah, the one I go to is in Fife. Uh, it's yeah. like on I-5 freeway, like right when it starts to kind of curve toward oh, yeah. Tacoma. It's, it's on that, that stretch where all the dealerships are. Yeah, exactly. Little old-fashioned burger joint. It's been there. I think it maybe has been there since like the 40s or something it's like It's so that. weird. They close in the wintertime. They close down. Yeah, they're closed December and January, which is fine for me because I'm – kind of like off the road at that point so but like if i'm if i'm going down so you'll drive down there just to eat burgers no i won't drive down there just to eat burgers but like i'm up and down i-5 enough where it's like it is a common stop for me and one time i actually picked up one of my coworkers at the airport i said hey you want a really good burger he was like yeah sure so we start going and it was actually like it was. I thought it was like a little bit closer than to the airport than maybe it was (laughs) that's like 45 minutes no, not 45, but maybe like 25 minutes. And we're getting down there. He's like, where are you taking me? He's like, these better be really good burgers. And then he's oh, like, we're going to drive to Portland. Oh, damn. These are really good burgers. Oh, really? Yeah. So you got the seal of approval. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. let me read you somebody who did, get, did not give the seal of approval. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why people wait in line except that they don't understand quality. The burgers are thin and dry, and the buns are low quality. Might as well go to the Burger King across the street where at least you can refill your drink. That's from Eddie S. in Seattle. What do you have to well, say from that Eddie, review? Um, That's in August of this year, by the way. Comparing it to Burger King is like, I mean, that's like, that's ridiculous. Burger, I mean, for me, Burger King is like the worst option for burgers in, in terms of like the major like fast food chains. Mm-hmm. It would be last for me. And just, I mean, Pickwick is, is amazing. Like they, they cook it right there, dude. That's why... You, you need to wait a few minutes. Like, have a little bit of patience. Um, understand that you're going to have to – yeah, you're going to have to wait a few minutes. And you, you might have to wait in line. You might have to wait for your food to be made. But that's because they're making it to order. So <clears throat> all the ingredients are really fresh. The 
for me, it's the it's the perfect kind of burger where it's like I like a thin burger on a flat top grill. Um, like this, it's a smash burger, right? Is that what they call it, or is it more like the White Castle thing? No, no, no. It's not like a not like a little slider. No, no, I know, but like the thin patty with the yeah. holes. Yeah, um, not holes. Holes. There's one review on here. It says worst food ever. <laughs> <laughs> burger patty is so thin it has holes in it. Fries are greasy and you can taste the burnt oil they were Hell yeah, fried the fries in. are greasy. That means they're yeah. delicious. Uh, there's another one. It's got great milkshakes. It says, if okay, this is from Tara J, who's from Houston, Texas. Let me just tell she you probably something. knows about meat. No, she doesn't. Listen. <laughs> you don't stay in business on a shack on the side of the road. Since the 40s, if you're not doing something right. Yes, that's probably true. I'll give you this one last one from Tara J. If I could give this place zero stars, I would. They can't even make a basic double cheeseburger with no mayo. I had to return the burger only for them to give me another wrong burger. What the fuck? Who has time for that? I drove an hour to this location to be let down. I will never eat here again, ever. Wow. All right. Good. Sounds irate. Fewer people to wait in I line mean, behind. We're not rating these on the quality of service. We're rating them mostly on the foods. So. The only thing I will say that I don't like about Pickwick is they it, it's one of these cash only places. Ooh, yeah, that's a major. So normally bummer. I don't have cash. I got to go to the uh, you know gas station next door and take out some cash. So uh, one person said this place should be called Pick Slow because they had to wait so long. Yeah, that, you, they that make, wasn't they your make it for you right there. Okay, quality. You know? Yeah, people got to chill and, and yeah. take their time. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's time for my number 10. <clears throat> Bring it on. I really love spicy Szechuan style Tacoma, or, uh, uh, Chinese food, and Tacoma Szechuan is a place I love to go for. It's in Tacoma. Uh, it's like a mom and pop shop. and it's, We went there uh, together, right? No, no. We went to that Korean oh, place. Different place. Oh, right, yeah. right. Uh, but, yeah, they got all sorts of dim sum style dumplings and shit and lots of good uh, different protein dishes, lots of good vegetable dishes, all really well spiced with those uh, Szechuan peppercorns and things of the like. And those give you good portions. It's not super expensive. Okay. Do you want me to read a review? Yeah. Give it to me. <clears throat> this is from... Cindy with an S. That seems suspect already. So disappointed. I have been here quite a few times with my husband and had yummy food. Me too. Today, with my wife. I invited two really good friends to have dinner at this restaurant, and I was so embarrassed because I was raving about this place. As soon as we got our ingredients to add to our hot pot, the plate had a pubic hair in it. Ooh. We added the fish and meat to the soup, and no joke, the fish was rotten. Disgusting trash stench. When we were getting ready to pay, we saw the people eating across from us telling the server that he had found a bobby pin in his food, and he had bitten into it. Oh. After this, I will never go back to this restaurant. Well, hopefully they fired the, the person who was doing their hair while they were cooking. Uh, that hasn't been my experience. Uh... Oh, one more here. I haven't, out, I haven't found any pubes. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty I fucking think, gross. I think pubes would kind of deter me, but um, horrible first. This is from Laura. Horrible. She's from Canada. Horrible first visit is enough to never come again. 
Number one, <laughs> table was sticky despite having just cleaned off. Number two, server did not bring teacups. I had to retrieve plates, teacups, and chopsticks from an adjacent table. Ooh. It was not that did she did, did she not ask for them? Number three, waited over 30 minutes for food to be brought out. Number four, once food did arrive, the hot and spicy tofu dish was swimming in a half inch of oil on the surface. Number five, the yin-yang pot arrived with one half full, the other half Less than half full. Six. I had to approach the server for my kids' drinks. Two sprites. Since she never came to check on us, and I couldn't wave her down. Number seven. Ask the server to refill the half-full side of the hot pot with more soup. She brings a full pitcher of water and proceeds to water down the soup. WTF? Oh, damn. Number eight. Server never came back to check on us, and I had to approach the front cashier to pay my check. I paid and left all the food on the table. It was not even worth my time to wait for a to-go container. Very disappointing experience, but I learned a valuable lesson, and I will never return. Best wow. of luck to all who try this establishment. I hope you have a better experience. That's sad because I've had great experiences there, and I don't feel like you should put the paying at the front thing there as like a little jab oh, at no. the end because you do that at all kinds of places. That's stupid. I think what However, we're going to find from these one-star reviews is some people are just not going to be happy. They're yeah. going to find every way to nitpick everything. Well, but the service is not – that's why it's not number one on my list or anything above 10 is service ain't that great. Uh, but yeah, what are you going to do? Sometimes they're not on their game at Tacoma Session. <laughs> Oh, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine is in Portland. Um, it is a chicken wing establishment called Fire on the Mountain. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Yeah, I think there's three or four. Uh, usually go to um, like the one closest to like the Moda Center, like maybe nor- northernmost area of Portland. I guess I don't know. Northeast, I've been to yeah. a couple. I've been. To, I, I've actually been to all three of them. But uh, yeah, um, exceptional chicken wings. The thing about I actually do think there is, like, a huge difference between, like, good chicken wings and bad chicken wings. And these ones are always, like, big-ass chicken wings. The the drumsticks are, like, huge and Oh, yeah, plump. you need some meat on it. They're not huge yeah. food items. And then – but the thing, the thing that makes these the best is they are just, like, so crispy on the outside. You know, obviously there's no, like, breading or anything like that, but just the skin gets so nice and crispy. Um, they've got a great range of sauces. I've tried most – all of their sauces. And then they have tater tots, which is an awesome side dish. I, I always – tater tots is probably my favorite way to eat potatoes. So it's a great <laughs> uh, grease bomb, unhealthy uh, dinner. Or yum, yum. Lunch. Yeah. Well, let's see what Elona F. has to say from Vancouver, Washington. 45-minute wait. Food was great, <laughs> but the location was understaffed and a mess. Overall, not a great experience, but the food isn't bad, so that helps make up for it. Edit, just had my food delivered about 10 minutes ago after almost an hour waiting. Found a hair in my sandwich, so I am changing the review from four stars to one. Unacceptable. Yep. Uh, got anything to say about that? Um, no. I mean, I, yeah. I've got one that's going to be easy to defend here. Sunny B from Hillsboro, Oregon wrote... The phone was always busy. When we got there, we got fairly quick service. However, when we got home, our wing order was wrong, and our salads were too spicy to eat. Definitely overpriced food. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, don't order salad at a chicken wing restaurant, maybe, for <laughs> That's starters. That's what I was thinking, man. Um, There's some really long ones on here. I don't want to go through <laughs> and read the whole thing. Jesus, people, people have a lot to say. People who complain who are like... This place is so busy, it sucks, you know? Like, that's that's a funny thing to complain about. <laughs> uh, this one, Aurora G. from Vancouver says, Awful service. Make sure that you're getting what you pay for. I ordered tenders, and they always try and be like, You ordered wings. Like, fuck no, you fucking bitch. What a fucking waste. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I've never, I've never that? been like blown away by the service there. It's always kind of like, not like you're, not like you're like an annoyance to them, but they're just like, they're doing their thing and they're like, Hey, yeah, what, what can we get you? You know, it's like, it's not like they're not going out of their way to be like overly friendly. It's more mm-hmm. of like they're, mm-hmm. they're cool. You know, they're like, Hey, yeah, what's up? What do you want? You know, yeah, yeah. that's sort of thing. You order at the counter, you, you know, you order at the counter and then you just sit down and they, they'll bring you your food, but like. They're not, like, waiting on you. It's not like they're, you know. I mean, come on. They, they work at a chicken wing restaurant. They're just, yeah. What do you want? Low expectations, people. Just chicken wings. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so my number nine is Infinite Soups. It's a all-soup restaurant. That's all they do in Tacoma. Uh, and it's a truly international thing because they do, like, a chicken tortilla-style thing. They do, like, Hungarian goulash. They do, like, a hunter's meatball soup. Uh, cheddar and broccoli, like you name it, but they're just like the fucking damn best soups you've ever had. Uh, last time, uh, my wife went to pick up soups there because we'll buy a bunch and then freeze some and you know eat them whenever the weather's cold. Uh, the owner there told her that somebody drives up from New Mexico like once a year and has like a bunch of coolers in the back of their truck and fills them up with soups to take them back and, wow. and freeze them and like eat them for the whole year. Well, I'm guessing that person maybe is six not months. Pam S. from Tacoma. <laughs> what did Pam say? Two of us ordered coconut clam and one split pea. Coconut clam? The two of us that ate the clam within the hour had severe stomach pain and had diarrhea since. <laughs> Never again will I eat here. Bad first experience. First time I've written a review on the toilet, but can't get off for more than three <laughs> minutes. Anyone else get sick today? Oh, uh, well, seafood can be dicey, especially shellfish. I don't really have much to say about that. I would not get coconut clam. That seems like an <laughs> odd pairing. It seems like they needed to fill one more vat, and they're just like, I don't know. Maybe these will taste good together. Yeah. Build experiment. Everybody gets wrong sometimes. I also have a soup restaurant coming up. Is uh, that the only bad review? No, there's tons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Dead air. <laughs> you want to read another one? I mean, if you want to, you don't have to, because I love that place. And um, I don't need to hear people griping, but it is part of our our agreement here. This is from here. Marie T. What's up, Marie T? I have been to the soup kitchen many time. Never had a good experience. Every time I go there, the staff is very unfriendly, and they just look so unhappy to see customers. <laughs> I have found hair in my soup. Yes, hair, people. And it is always very hot and greasy. <laughs> the restaurant the or the hair? <laughs> uh, I have seen the male and older female sit outside on the dirty sidewalk smoking their cigars and get right up cigars. and walk inside without washing their hands. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I feel there's a strong correlation between idiots and one star Yelp 
review levers mm-hmm. uh, because there are many spelling errors. Uh, Marie T is not the best speller or oh, Marie. punctuator. Get your act together. <laughs> uh, and have the nerve to serve people soup with their dirty hands. Yuck. Well, one thing I'll say to that, if they're going out on their smoke break and puffing down a whole fucking cigar, fine. They're pretty gangster, so I'm not going to ask them to <laughs> change their ways. Infinite cigars. Infinite soups and cigars. All right, buddy. What's your next Hey, one? what's this? There's a picture on the Yelp. Uh, they have records at this place? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. There's a picture on their Yelp that has like a corner of the restaurant with like crates of records. They might spin records at the restaurant. I'm looking and at There's that. a lot of like hipstery little places right like now. that. and cool. They play records. I worked at a pizza beer bar in can, Seattle where they did that. Uh, they have a sign in their window that says, Register to vote here. Hey, they're active in the community. Right. An important part of Tacoma. They've got community ties as well as great soup. Yes. Hopefully you don't get any hair or ash from cigars in your soup. <laughs> okay. I've never had either. My number eight. Yeah. Uh, I've only been there once. This is. There's actually one. Okay, there's only two places on this list. I've only been once. And this is one of them. Okay. Um... It okay. The same, the same, the very same coworker who I picked up at the airport and drove down to the burger place. <clears throat> he's one of my bosses. He's called a cross checker. Um, so they travel. He travels a around. Cross checker. Cross checker, not oh, a cross dresser. He travels around the country and sees all all the best baseball players in the country. So, so he, Lucky he job, can put eh? together a better list than we could of best restaurants in the country. <laughs> but he sent me an article that he found. Where from some magazine where they put the best barbecue restaurant in every state. Uh huh. And I was like, all right, this is right up my alley. I'm going to work on knocking some of these off the list. You love and that was, sloppy meat. Since he sent me that, I've been to the one in Arizona and I've been to the one in Oregon. And this one is called Jeff's Texas Style Barbecue right up here in Marysville, Washington. Get out of town. I had not been there until he sent me the – I'd never even heard of it, actually, until he sent me this list. So – I think I've only heard of it from, like, you know, making sure I didn't miss anything on this list. I saw it in a bunch of lists that other people made of great restaurants in the area. Uh, it's amazing, especially yeah. Especially outside of Seattle. Yeah. So I, uh, I took my dad. My dad enjoys barbecue. I took him for his birthday last year. We went up north and went to this place. It's just a little. It's a tiny little, kind of like in a strip mall in Marysville, which people don't know, don't know Marysville. It's a real small town, not much to do there. But uh, it's like an hour outside the city. Yeah, hour north of Seattle. Um, it was it was incredible. I mean, I think it's it's been pretty tough to find good barbecue. Up oh, here. we don't have shit for barbecue no, in the northwest. Especially after it's living not in a local thing. North Carolina for five years. And, yeah, and you live in the southeast and you get Texas spoiled in Atlanta, something mm-hmm. like that. I mean. Um, yeah, so uh, I, don't, I, I I'm not too sure about Jeff's story. I think he's from Texas and he moved here, started his own place or whatever, because it's called Texas Style. And and so we got it was me, and my mom, my dad for his birthday, and Cheryl, and we got kind of like an assortment of meats. We got a bunch of sides. We kind of shared all of it. Um, the brisket it was some of the best brisket I've ever had. The crust on the brisket was incredible. The smokiness ooh, 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 throughout it was tender. Um, the ribs were great. We got, uh, I think we, the ribs and the brisket stood out. Um, we got baked beans, and, and the baked beans had a unique feature that I'd never had before, but it was incredible. They put 
pineapple in there to kind of sweeten up the baked mm-hmm. beans. Um, everything was everything was awesome. sweet with yourself. Yeah, it, it was really good. I, I'm looking forward to going back. I actually uh, have a friend who lives in Marysville who lost a bet to me, and he owes me dinner, and that's where we're <laughs> gonna go. Yeah, what a great reason. Yep. Well, you know who did not like the food <laughs> at Jeff's Barbecue. Texas style barbecue is Dimitri F from Bothell. He said a business that is unable to figure out how much supplies they need to not be sold out by 1 PM in uh, brackets. They are open until seven does not deserve more than one star. Won't be back until you get basic math. Jeff got personal with it. Have you ever experienced them being sold out early? No, I mean obviously the one time I've been there, oh, no, yeah. they're not sold out. But I, I, I did, I, I did experience that with the, the Portland location on my list. I tried to go to it like it's called Matt's Barbecue. Actually, it's like a food truck, and I tried to go there like three times, and they were always sold out. To me, okay, yes, I get that can be frustrating to a consumer. Like I was frustrated, but it, it also like, it's a good sign. You know, it's like, well, they, it must be really good. I better try to get here a little earlier next time. You know, and it's their business, dude. If, if, hey, if you want to make enough meat and just sell it and that's the end of your day, smoking meat takes a long time. You can't just be yeah. like, oh, look, we're running low. Better, better fire up the coals and smoke some more. I mean, yeah, that is like an important eight thing hours. to remember. Most of so, those like, guys get up at like three or four in the morning yeah. to do it. Yeah. So, whatever. Okay. Dimitri. Here, I got one more I got to read for you. Brian L. from Everett, who it, it looks like in his picture. <laughs> He's dressed up as a Trekkie. All right. Like a Star Trek fan. Like I'm pretty sure that's not a character on the show. Uh, never go. The ribs were dry as hell and so was the pulled pork. No sauce unless you put your own on. The macaroni had spices in it making it inedible, which is simply not true. Uh, and the coleslaw was not creamy like the menu describes. It was like chewing raw cabbage with mayonnaise. It was disgusting. Was asked if I wanted bread with the ribs. Thought I would get something at least at as least toasted. I think that's supposed to be at least toasted, but was given two slices of Wonder Bread. Yuck! We'll never come back. Worst dining experience ever. Wouldn't even feed it to my dog. What? What well, do you have to say for yourself, Connor? What's his name? His name is Brian L. from Brian. Everett. Live long and prosper, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My number eight is Ramen Danbo in Seattle. Uh, Ramen has been a recent addition. Damn it, Rambo? (laughs) Yeah. has been a recent addition to my uh, dining habits. Uh, It's basically just ramen noodles in in a broth and all sorts of yummy meats and veggies and bamboos and if anyone listening to this is like not from the northwest or not from an area where there is a lot of like asian cuisine you're probably thinking ramen is just like oh top ramen you put on the stove yeah very very different thing uh it's much much fancier similar look uh as far as the noodles are but there's all kinds of other stuff stuff thrown in there it's usually good and spicy but like you know also very savory and this is basically my favorite in the area whether it's seattle portland or otherwise uh, they're on Capitol Hill. They're usually real busy, so it can be a little bit of a wait, but food's fucking awesome, so it's worth it. Okay, well, um, here's Michael M. from Irvine, California. Hi, Michael. What are you people talking about? They give you a ton of broth. That was in quotes. They give you a ton of broth. <laughs> 
They give you a small cereal bowl of ramen, maybe one cup broth, one cup noodles. It was child size with no option for a larger portion. $20 I spent, 23 with tip. The second I walked out the door, I opened Yelp to find a place to have dinner. I feel robbed. I am not paying you to give me a sample of your food. I'm paying you to provide me the service of dinner. Real ramen doesn't <laughs> come in tiny bowls like that. Real ramen comes in a nice large bowl full of noodles and broth. I don't care if it's $10, $15, $20, but just get the portions right. I didn't come to your restaurant for a cup of noodles. I could have done that for one-tenth the cost at home. By the way, the broth and noodles were nothing special. It was good, but not $20 per child size bowl good. I have had way better at Izakaya. Uh, well, first of all, Izakaya is a type of food. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about because it's probably in the name of the restaurant. Uh, but regardless, this is simply fucking not true because he must have ordered the child size, although that's really expensive for a child size because it's way bigger than two cups of food. It's a normal size bowl. I've been there several times. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture. It looks like a normal size bowl. This guy sounds like he's just a grumpy Gus or maybe he's a big old flappy gum fatty. That, I'm going to open his program. That, uh, yeah, he does look like a real, real, real fat guy. He, he needs a punch bowl of food. Not that, you know, you can be fat. I mean, we're both pretty fat, yeah. so it's all good. But you know, lower your uh, your voice, sir. You're getting too rowdy in the restaurant. Well, okay, he has given some five star reviews. Most of his reviews are one stars, though. Ah, see, there's a trend going there. Yeah. Can't have all one star reviews. Yep. You want to give me your number? What are we on? Seven. Yep. Yes, my number seven is another. Uh, I was excited you had a soup restaurant because I have a soup restaurant. Yay! And this is um, <clears throat> one of my favorite parts of going to Spokane for work. It's really? a place called Soulful Soups and Spirits. Ooh, I, I heard of this place. I had it recommended to me. Every time. Yeah, I really? recommended it to you. Um, I go there every time I go to Spokane. I kind of stumbled on it, found it kind of by accident or whatever. Maybe I even did a Yelp search and found some good reviews. But um, real tiny like it's kind of like on a little side street like you you would walk by it and not even know it's a very small location but yeah i'm pretty sure i did literally walk by it a couple times in yeah. recent visits and not even notice it um but it's it's like it's a it's a so the last time i was in there i actually found out they've been they've been open since like the 70s or 80s like it's been there a long time it's kind of like a institution kind of thing small little place they have a little stage sometimes there's live music in there but uh yeah kind of rotating soups they kind of have like um maybe like three or four that they have every single day i think there's a tomato bisque there's a uh, beer cheddar soup that's amazing um and then maybe a couple others they're like staples but then they rotate like 10 eight or eight or ten every day um i am typically in there on friday so a lot of times when i go i think i think uh depending on what day it is they have certain ones they do on certain days so people know like oh you got to come this day uh, for this one yeah it's goulash um, thursday yeah so uh get it while it's hot but my favorite thing to do is you can order like a three soup sampler so you get three like little you know uh cups of they basically give you one of those connected dog bowls and just Kind of spoon them in. Yeah, no, it's like a plate, and then there's like three little little bowls that kind of like actually kind of like fit together, like with their they have like an S kind of shape to them, and they kind of like fit together like that. So I like trying three different types of soup, but then they have this beer bread that they thick. It's like like soda bread. They call it beer bread. Hmm. It's like 
and they give you like a two inch thick slice, and it's so soft and delicious and well, perfect for one of my favorite ways to eat soup is to get like a real thick hearty soup and no spoon or nothing, just use the bread to eat it. Yeah, that's bad. this bread is like softer. It's almost like cake like. Like you, you can, it's good for dipping, but you couldn't like. It's too soft to like scoop. There's not like a hard crust on it, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. The the service is excellent. There's really nice people that work there. They're real friendly. Um. I just I love that place. And well, I love it every time I go to Spokane. There's a guy from Spokane with no friends and two reviews <laughs> named Jake S. Who says had lunch there and found this place to be very dirty. Even the dishes had food stains on the outside, as if they were not properly cleaned and sanitized. Soup itself had a sour and off-putting flavor. Did that you encounter well, any sour soups? Um, Spokane in general is very dirty and has a sour and off-putting flavor, so <laughs> maybe he's just lived there too long. Yeah, you've, you, Oh, it's also like, another thing. I don't, I don't drink, but this, I thought this was really cool. If you go there and it's your birthday... And I think your place might even have the same sort of deal because I saw some a picture. They have like a four foot long spoon. It's huge. What? It's like a giant spoon, and they'll fill it up with your liquor of choice in the in the like spoon part, and like pour it in your mouth. <laughs> like so, you. It's take, like you a get, senior frog's you get move like a, at a yes, soup restaurant. You get a spoonful of your favorite <laughs> shot, but That's it's really awesome. like uh, a good quantity. <laughs> Uh, well, my number seven is actually a breakfast restaurant. Ooh. Uh, in Portland, they have a bunch of locations, a place called Pine State Biscuits. Dude, I've been trying to go to that place like three times. Let me tell you, I've been trying to go to that place <laughs> at least three times. Two times, uh, it was like there was a line out, out the door around mm-hmm. the block and I could, I just couldn't justify the wait. Mm-hmm. The third time I was like, I had nothing to do that day. And I'm like, you know what? I'm finally going to go to this place. And I actually, there's another cross checker at my job who lives in North Carolina. And like his wife's childhood friend was the one who started that place. It has North Carolina roots, even though they live in Oregon now. That explains a lot of Pine state. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, there's no, anyway, the third time I go there and I'm like, Hey, I got nothing else to do. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to this place. Finally power was out. They were closed. What? Yeah. So I've had bad luck. But I've been wanting to go there forever, and I can't wait to go there. Oh, man, it's so good. It's it's biscuit sandwiches mainly, uh, all breakfast stuff, all sorts of great combinations. Everything as simple as eggs, bacon, and hash browns to anything else you can think to put on it. Hot sauces, it other amazing. sausage, other meats. It's They're delicious, and the por- portions are really hearty. Uh, the coffee's not really good there, but... I don't go for the there for the coffee. The only other drawback is the line because it's super popular. So right. if you go at like Sunday morning at 10 a.m., you're going to be waiting around the block to get in there. Right. But, you know, if you go before you get too hungry, eh, wait it out. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, Megan S. from Portland. This is probably the worst breakfast biscuit I have ever had. I <laughs> ate lunch there a day, and I am still ferociously nauseous. Egg and cheese biscuit with veggie sausage is disgusting. Zero stars. P.S. The outside bench area to sit and eat on was really dirty. Well, the outside bench thing is irrelevant. Because if you're in the city of Portland and you're trying to you know, sit on a bench to eat and not be grossed out... You're shit out of luck. Uh, but I don't know. 
Maybe she just got an overdone biscuit or Get something. Get a load of Julie M. Why are you, wait, did she say bacon, egg? And ve- or egg, cheese, egg, and sausage? Egg, cheese, and veggie okay. sausage. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't Julie understand M. the veggie sausage with those things. From Gresham. Why did you do that? I usually love coming to Pine State Biscuits, the one on Division, but this location is another thing. I came in with my puppy. The first thing the cashier tells me is no pets allowed. And I understand that it's a food place, but she said it very rudely. So my group decided ah. to take it to go. Tables were all full, too. I decided to leave my puppy in the car so my group can enjoy our food comfortably. While yeah, eating, that's what you're fucking supposed to do, you moron. While eating our food, someone else came out and told us, just so you know, if you're going to take it to go, we expect the people not to stay as we are trying to reduce our paper waste, and then left. We couldn't enjoy our food after that, and they kept glaring at our table. I want my tip back. FYI, there was a couple eating there to go box, and they didn't tell them anything. Well, it's I'm probably because you're a rude ass bitch to them. <laughs> and first of all, like, oh, man, people need to get this straight. Like, I understand you want to take your dogs. I love my dog. I would love to take her everywhere I go, but it's just not sanitary to go in a restaurant with them. Yeah, no shit. Uh, and you can't be that offended if somebody says, no, I don't want you bringing your animal where I'm serving food. Uh, so, you know. Go bite yourself. But uh, the other thing is all these locations are super small, so being mad about not getting a table in there, you kind of got to pick your battles, dude. Here's Victor A. from Vancouver, Washington. The food is good. Not a lot of place to sit. The worst thing is big screen TV playing fake news CNN. That's really distasteful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't need to bring politics into it, buddy. Oh, man. Just enjoy the food. What's your, uh, are we on number six now? Yeah, I'm on number six. What's your number six? My number six is a new place <clears throat> from our hometown of Redmond, Washington. We've been there together. Spark yep. Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, this place opened, I think, uh, last spring, maybe? Yeah, I think right around sometime. It's, it's, I think it's only been open less than a year. Um, yeah, it's a really new restaurant. A couple people, they have another restaurant in Redmond. They wanted to open a pizza restaurant. They opened it up in this this kind of this old house in downtown Redmond. Unique location. Uh, horrible parking, but you can park next door at the bank. Um, and they do, they do you know, like 12 It's like inch European-style pizza wood, where it's a little bit flatter, wood-fired. Yeah, wood-fired, uh, delicious. They do a lot of – it's all fresh ingredients. They, they rotate the menu. Like I was just there – on Wednesday the other day, and it was, there was a couple new pizzas that were on the menu. They transitioned a few of the pizzas into calzones. Um, it's it's really really good. Um, I've well, had, I mean, I've had a tough time finding like a really really good pizza place. You know, most of it's like that's yeah, another okay. one like the taco things where you can have a lot of good places, but for someone to be really great, there's not a whole lot you can do with pizza. Pizza's pizza. Pizza, yeah. It's yeah. Like tacos is tacos. That's the thing. It's like, you know, there, there's, a, there's really a saying that's like, hey, uh, you know, pizza, golf, and sex. Even when they're bad, they're pretty good. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> if you're like Jeff Foxworthy or something. Right. Um, well, I do have one gripe with that place because I've been there and I love it too. But I think this, not all of this review, but part of it uh, covers the base for me. Uh, Jane T., who apparently is in Redmond, Washington, says the prices are Are exorbitant. No, it's Jane T. (laughs) I mean, maybe it is Janet and she's just dumb, but 
The prices are exorbitant. Three of us had three personal pizzas, one meatball appetizer, which is three meatballs, and a single fountain drink, and the bill came out to almost $100. The food is good, not great. Our waitress disappeared for a long time, and we had to spend send someone after her to get our bill. This place is prohibitively expensive, so we will not be back. What say you about um, that? There's no way that's true. Yes, it is. That place is fucking expensive. I mean, yeah, okay, their pizzas are, are on the higher end. I think, a, I think a pie is like 17 bucks, right? 17 bucks times three plus maybe, I don't know, $10 for but an appetizer. But for a personal pizza, 17 is a lot. Yeah, but you can, I mean, you can share them. You don't have to eat a whole pizza. Yeah, well, I but mean, Dan, yeah, that's that's probably more of the issue here. Yeah. Uh, but, Dan, like, Danielle and I, now we share a pizza there if we ever go. But we did a pizza each. I had two beers, and we shared a salad, and it was over $100. What? Yeah. Wait, give me that again. What is it? Two pizzas, salad, one salad, two beers. She might have had like a lemonade or something, and uh, it was over a hundred dollars. That is hard to believe. Yeah, I know. That's why I walked out. They're like, "What the fuck did I just pay for?" Really? Yeah. Okay, two so, pieces. Like, what is that? Like you suck for bucks. picking an expensive restaurant. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm it's just expensive. Kidding. It's it's good, but it's, it's expensive. expensive. It is. Yeah. It's a caveat to dining there. Yeah, I, that's you why know. we share a pizza now when we go there. Yeah, good call. Good call. Um, yeah, I think a lot of it is the drinks are overpriced. Drinks are usually always overpriced, but um, well, yeah, it's expensive, but they've got quality ingredients. Um, it's 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 higher end. It's not, it it's is, not like high end. It is like quality. Fancy. It tastes great. I'll give you that. Yeah, and and you don't expect to pay that much for pizza. You don't. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, I've got a place. Well. Not nearly as expensive for my number six. Oh, I'd like to give another uh, a shout-out as part of my number six because oh, I, I, I bounced a, another pizza restaurant off, um, mostly because I've only been there once, but it's also exceptional. It's called A Pizza Shoals in Portland. And the same cross-checker, we split a whole giant pizza together. Oh. I took him there, but that's the only I time I see a reoccurring there. theme. Yeah, he's, he's my uh, he comes and watches my players, and uh, we eat good food together. Nice. It's kind of what cross checkers do. <laughs> What's your go-to uh, topping for pizza? I'm uh, I'm not like picky when it comes to that. I, I'm pretty open. whatever. Like I like Peppers. I like sausage. Yeah, I like a sausage on a pizza. Pepperoni. I like uh, I like mushrooms. I like I like pretty much everything. We're gonna have to isolate that. I like the sausage. I like sausage. <laughs> uh, okay. My number six is Din Tai Fung. Ooh. Uh, like I uh, said, be- that didn't start here, dude. I'm not saying it started here. Oh, but it, but they have locations here. Yeah, they have several locations around here. Okay. Does that right. still count? Well, I mean, yeah, we'll uh, count it now. Go ahead. It is now. Uh, well, they have multiple locations. I think there's one in Bellevue, Tukwila, U District, a couple others. Uh, but it's a international chain of Szechuan style Chinese food. You and I have had lunch there. Hell a yeah, times. it's a great place. Uh, but love it for the same things as Tacoma Szechuan, only there's uh, a little more corporateness to it, so it's you know probably gets a lot more better reviews about it being clean and less pubes in the food and things like that. Yeah. But also a pretty uh, expensive place. Yeah, it is a little pricey. That's the it's a little price prohibitive, but 
If you know that going in, the food is fucking amazing. Their soup dumplings are like, they'll melt in your mouth. Yeah. That, uh. It's like, oh, that place is great. Chinese work ethic really goes into a restaurant like this. Yeah. And it's cool because you can watch them make it. Yeah. It windows into all the rooms where people, there's like an army of people wrapping dumplings. I haven't sorted Yelp by lowest rating yet, but I'm going to guess that the complaints are going to be wait times and price. Probably. Okay. And if that's all the problem you got, then you get yeah. what you need out Those of it, which is good, good food. <laughs> God, people are so dumb. <laughs> Why? What did they say? Just people in general are just so dumb. <laughs> uh, by the way, you can rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, yeah, give us a one-star Yelp review, you idiots. Hey, I'll take a one-star review over none. Um, try to figure out which one I want to read here. Well, don't read a super long one because who's got time for that? What's your go-to when you go to Din Tai Fung? Are you? Oh, okay, I love the soup dumplings. And I love like the pork, like the. Soft pork buns. Ooh, yeah. Like the barbecue pork buns? Yeah, the little uh, bready soft pork buns. Yum, yum, yum. Okay. Um, Hit me with it. Mike D. from Bellevue. Not in the Beastie Boys. Maps said they close at 10. Called at 925 to order for pickup. Business wouldn't take the order. This place used to be great. Seems like it's gone downhill. That's ridiculous. Who's going to fucking put together a big-ass order, like, half hour before closing? Well, they should. They should. eh, Maybe I'm a little biased from working in the industry, but call it in a little earlier. Chelsea M. from Seattle says, I only give one star because there is no zero star. I went to the restroom, (laughs) and they didn't even give my family the menu. The lady server just stand there, waiting for me, holding the menu in her hand. University Village Din Tai Fung is way better in terms of service. Wait, so she's saying that they sat them and she went to the bathroom and the server stood at the table bogarting the menus until she came back? Yeah. That's bizarre. I mean, I feel like that's not the restaurant's fault. That's just some weirdo just wanted to have total control over it. Yeah, there's a lot of one-star reviews because it's a... Hey, it's a popular restaurant. You gain haters as fast as lovers. Maybe faster. (laughs) Yeah. I I found a freaking moth in my food, says Jarvis B. What? It was disgusting and huge. Makes me worried since they make their own meat. So, yeah, the food tasted good, but I don't enjoy eating moths, so I'm never going back there again. My friend also got charged double what she was supposed to pay on her card. The waiter was nice, but... Doesn't get rid of the moth. Disgusting. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of anyone getting a moth in their food. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's a first. That's a bizarre thing to get stuck in your food, especially inside. <clears throat> Fancy-ass restaurant. Yeah. What's your number five? My number five is uh, I'm going back-to-back with Redmond Restaurants representing oh. um, Rockies Empanadas. Started oh. out as like a food truck, and now they have their own little spot where they cook. It's in a can... weird little business park, right? It is weird. I think so. I think they share the location with like a catering company because they don't, you know, they mostly just need like the cooking 
equipment. Uh huh. You, you can't you can't go there and sit down. You can basically just go there and take out. It's just like a little uh. tiny like pickup window, basically. Um, so it's empanadas. They have like six different kinds, maybe eight different kinds now. They're all like exceptional. Like I I love this place. I, hmm. I I try all the empanadas. They've got great dipping sauces. Um, yeah, I love that place. Uh, if I remember correctly, I tried to go there, but the hours on the line were incorrect, or just didn't did look at them Yelp close review? enough. Huh? Did you leave a one star Yelp review? No, I did not, uh, because I just decided did I'll come back there? another time. No, I've never been there. Uh, let's see, Esther L from Mercer Island. Uh, says not authentic Argentinian empanadas. Is it supposed to be Argentinian? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rocky, like he is Argentinian. Okay, well, yeah. I don't know, man. He's from Argentina, so whatever. The dough was strange and dry. The spices were heavy on the cumin. Yeah. Very disappointed. The traditional criolla, criolla? was unrecognizable the corn tasted like cream style corn straight from the can i went there because of the reviews they need to do some major changes in the recipes whatever i got i just went to the website I mean, it says they're from buenos Aires, argentina and they get together with family and friends to eat empanadas by the dozen Woo! Empanadas. they've got classic meat ham and cheese grilled chicken sirloin steak onion and cheese spinach and cheese corn and bechamel mushroom and cheese caprice and they've got the chimichurri dipping sauce. And that's it. They, that's, dude, that's the kind of restaurant that's awesome. They have, like, I mean, they, they don't mess around. They don't have side dishes. They yeah, have, it's they very make simple. empanadas, yeah. boom, and they make them. That's a big selling point. Uh, you know, it only has two one-star reviews on Yelp. I'd say that's the, uh, the best uh, quality of reviews on Yelp that you've uh, brought up so far. Yeah. And the other one says something about. Not taking orders on uh, at the shop, you have to order online. But I'm sure that's, no, not, that's true. not true. People need to get their facts straight. Is what happens. Oh, I just pulled up your number five. I've been there. Ah, uh, yes, my number five is the Bollywood Theater in Portland. Uh, it's an Indian street food restaurant that is extremely delicious. Uh, it's not just like your average American Indian uh, restaurant where they have like uh, chicken tikka masala and like you know, curry and rice dishes and like a real like staple mains for a lot of the restaurants like that in the area. It's got a lot of different street food things from like these interesting rice balls to like other little potato and, and uh, uh, chickpea dishes and uh, has a lot of ingredients you get with other Indian restaurants, but different combos and different presentations that I had never seen before. Uh, and there's so many different types of cuisine from india and this has like feels like has a lot of little uh bits and pieces from all different ones and just delicious i went down there for a work meeting and our uh our lunch together as a crew was at the the bollywood theater that's where i was introduced to it now i go there almost every time i go back yeah that's awesome i went there spicy too it was actually one of my coolest kind of like dining experiences because so on my phone i've got a list of like portland restaurants to try because there, there's okay the funny well, thing well there's so many there's that's so part many of the problem there's way too many portland, restaurants in portland and i find myself more willing to go out when i'm in portland like i don't i go out to restaurants more like in in like downtown portland than i go to downtown seattle oh yeah because 
I'm on the road there. So I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go downtown. You're already I'll, on the I'll road moving. Out. Whereas here, I'm like, no, I'm home. I don't really want to go downtown and park and all that crap. So it's like, so for whatever reason, I find myself going out to Portland. So I've got this long list of Portland restaurants. And then I went to Pock Pock, which is like right down the street, like a mm-hmm. famous Thai restaurant. And I'm like, oh, Bollywood Theater is right there. They're both on my list. I knocked them both out on the same night. I went and had a little bit of food at Pock Pock, <laughs> and I walked down the street, went to Bollywood Theater, had like, they had, yeah, like you said, they have interesting things. I got yeah, a lot of small tiny, pl- like, small plates, very tapas like. Yeah, yeah, I got this little, like some sort of like potato. It wasn't. They called it like a burger, but it wasn't. Oh, I've gotten that thing. It's really good. Really good. They called it like a working man's lunch or something like yep. that. Yeah, it's basically it like, like a, a potato, potato ball in between some bread or whatever, and it's yeah. a sandwich. Yeah, it was cool. It's very strange looking, but it's undeniably fantastically good. That's a cool spot too. Yeah, like it's like there's a lot of outdoor seating that's covered. Yeah. Uh, so most of the year, I think you can sit outside to eat. And there's it's an active area. I think it's on Division Street. And it is on Division. There's yeah. a lot of people walking around. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> got any nasty reviews for that one? Uh, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> Levi from Beaverton, Oregon. The staff were incredibly nice, but Jesus Christ, the curries that my girlfriend and I got were more sad than the ending of Bridge to Terabithia. Uh, Dude, come on. Nobody's seen that fucking movie. Yeah. This place is a bunch of hipsters that think they are so culturally accurate with Indian spice and cuisine, when in reality, (laughs) they completely butcher it. The rice tasted like soap. The paneer... Makani I got was bland as a rock. My girlfriend's dal curry just tasted the same as mine, but watery. And not to note that the prices seem usual. And not to note that the prices seem usual. Yeah, that's what he wrote. But <laughs> until you get the food, until you get the food, we cleaned our whole plate and we're still starving. These people charge what seemed to be a normal right, but for the portion size of a chipmunk. <laughs> Well, waste of my gas to get there, waste of my money and time. Sweet staff, though. Maybe they should have at least visited India and learned recipes or hired chefs that know how to cook it rather than the white hipster millennials that think they are so in with the world. LOL. (laughs) Okay, Levi. Yeah, well, a couple things that are already an issue with that. Number one, you're in Portland. So if you're expecting to go to any restaurant and not have a bunch of hipsters serving you or cooking or whatever, you're in the wrong city, dude. You got to know where you're at, uh, but uh, I said it was small plates. Like, and here's here's the main thing I have a problem with that in that review. Uh, they clean their plates. They ate everything despite it tasting like shit. You yeah, got to send shit horrible. back, people. Make them horrible. do it right. Ate all the food and licked our plates. It was horrible. You fucking ate rice that tasted like soap and licked the plate. The food is horrible, and the portions are too small. <laughs> God. Whatever, man. You discredited yourself in your own review. <laughs> my number four. My number four is, okay, this is the, the second place I've been to only once. Um, it's called Stanich's, and it's, it's, a, it's like a bar in Portland. But uh, the reason I've only been oh, there once. Oh, shit. I went there the last time I had a meeting in Portland. You did? Yeah, I ate there. Okay. Uh, the I burger's awesome. I there once. So... They're only open two days a week. Well, okay, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. They got got named the best burger in America. And they got hit so hard, they they closed down. And uh, there was some sort of, like, other story, like, 
There's some other like stuff going on. Like maybe the, the owner or something was having personal problems, but they closed down for a while. They were closed for like six months, straight up closed. Okay. Um, but the business has been the family for generations. Um, and so, and so they've just started to reopen. So the first time that I tried to go there was when they were closed. And then I was able to get in there. I, I was down in Portland for a meeting on a Wednesday and Wednesday night is one of the nights they're actually open. So, um, I went in there and I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know, best burger in America. Like I was like, mm, come on, you know, let's see, let's, let's pump the brakes. Like I, I was trying to like temper my expectations cause I didn't want to, and they still like blew me away. I was like, holy sh! like this, this is the best. No kidding. And so, um, yes, it, it, I've only been there once, but I hope to go back again. I hope they, they get back on their feet and, just like I, I just sat at the bar, I just bellied up to the bar. I got a drink, I got a burger and some fries. The fries were, were fine. They were, you know, they were pretty good, but the, the burger was just incredible. And in just sitting there and kind of listening to the people interact, um, I learned that the guy working the grill has been working that same grill for 37 years. Damn, yeah. some longevity. Man cares about his stuff. Yep. Uh, maybe you can help me. I'm trying to. Yet what's going on in these one-star reviews, and this one here has me puzzled. It says, it's from Kelly R. in Vancouver. Sad to hear my father got turned away during the quote-unquote slow start. Stanich's has been a staple for our family for over 50 years, a place we would bring out-of-town guests. Well, after my dad's experience today, never again! Yeah, I, don't I know. guess it's typical um, for the PDX trend. George would be disappointed, sad. First of all, who's George? Did this so person? Am I, I think reading George this right is like the part? original owner. Okay. Uh huh. Well, this Dead. review sounds like someone wrote a review because they heard their family member had a bad experience. That's yes. not how you write a review. Right. That's right. this should be it's illegitimate. deleted. Yeah. Illegitimate. Mm-hmm. So you're already in good shape. Uh, however, Jen K from Portland said. Worst burger I've ever had. Worst service and awful environment. What was thrillist thinking? Also, it's been closed for six months. That's what happens when you're a cash-only business for forty years, and the IRS catches wind. So we have some, we have some claims thrown out there by Jen K in Portland. Yeah, you know, there's no. I mean, there's no way it's the worst burger you've ever had. Yeah, I mean, come on, we've all been to enter a fast food burger here. <laughs> And felt really bad afterwards. Yeah. Not only emotionally, but Carl physically. Jr. Yeah, it's one of the worst burgers I've ever had. <clears throat> but it sounds like you got a pretty solid place here. That is a very interesting conversation, perhaps for another time, about places that get on shows and stuff. I heard somebody uh, tell me a story about, I think, Stanich's and relating it to a lot of those other shows on TV, like Diners and Drive-Ins and Dives and whatever else, that some of those places get so popular. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, that they, they like get like worked out of profitability or something. I don't understand it. I don't really understand how business works, but it sounds uh, pretty gnarly. What's your number four? My number four is in Spokane. It's my favorite burger place, which is Wisconsin Burger. Oh, man. It's a Wisconsin-themed burger bar. They have a huge selection of beer and cider. Uh, I think they got wine, too. They have a small tap list, but a huge bottle list. 
and the burgers are delicious and they're it's super greasy i mean it's wisconsin themed so there's like cheese curds and bratwurst all kinds of bratwurst sandwiches everything i had there is like high cholesterol heart attack inducing food but it's absolutely delicious yeah i'm gonna have to try that and they got friendly staff too everybody there is super nice I'm going to have to try that next time in Spokane. You uh, should. I also I had deep-fried bacon there, which, uh, you know, made me feel like I needed to take a 45-minute walk back to my hotel, which I did. Uh, there's something else I had there that was deep. Anything deep-fried there is delicious, but whew, that's a lot of oil in your system. Yeah. Um, let's see. Got any particularly gnarly reviews? Uh, Charlotte T from Spokane. Yes, I know. Everyone raves. But where are the Emperor's clothes? What? Greasy. Greasy. Inedible onion rings. And I am known to love grease. (laughs) Those precious little baskets with the little wax paper liners are just so cute. Except when the burger is 11 inches tall. Well, it definitely seems so. Making it a knife and fork burger... It is a little difficult to imagine getting a handle on your lunch, no matter how hungry you may be. I like to be able to pick up a burger. That's the idea with a burger, right? You pick it up and you eat it. And sorry, it's greasy. Parking is god-awful. I hate being a part of the mob that parks in front of those innocent neighborhood residences. And it's greasy. (laughs) Well, like I said, it's greasy. It's Wisconsin-themed greasy food. Uh... Yeah, it is, that is one caveat. It is uh, in, like, a neighborhood. It's on the corner of, like, a residential neighborhood. Uh, I think the people there are used to it. A lot of people that go in there live in the neighborhoods. It's kind of like a neighborhood meeting spot. So I don't think they really give a fuck too much. They, you know, balance out having a great food place with having strangers parking on their streets. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's greasy food, man gotta get used to it and fuck you if you can't fucking use a knife and fork to pick up your burger rather than pick up the whole thing at once you don't need to do that to eat a gourmet burger come on right right i mean i get where she's coming from the experience sometimes has to do with that but you can't let that ruin your experience yep yep well what do you got for number three my number three is Spicy Talk Bistro in Kirkland, oh, Washington. Oh, Spicy Talk. Yep. We went um, there together not long ago. Yeah. This is a great place. It actually started in Redmond and then had to move to Kirkland when their when their building got bought out for yet another condominium or some crap Ugh, in downtown Redmond. Gentrification. Um, but yeah, Spicy Talk. Um, Chinese Szechuan dishes. Uh, my favorite is the Mandarin crispy chicken it's like really crispy breaded chicken yum 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 with like uh kind of a sweet spicy sauce um it i i could i could eat like just two dishes of that and just be content it's it's awesome but everything's great they do hand shaved noodles so they're nice like thick noodles for the chow mein and whatnot um never had anything bad there love that place glad they're back open well and they're closer to my house now uh this racist woman, Candace G., said, Terrible food, bad service, didn't understand our order. Food was cold and not hot. Uh, <laughs> I won't go back there to eat. Also very expensive. Did not enjoy the food, nor the service was not good. 
they don't speak or understand the English language very well and need to learn how to service their customers. Good. Fuck off. Glad you're not going to be there. <laughs> Peace out, Candace. Uh, Eat McDonald's. I mean, it's a mom-and-pop Chinese restaurant. and yeah. I haven't had any problems. And, you know, I've been there quite a few times. No, no problems. Uh, this other one from Jim. And they have a nice painting of Scarface on the wall. <laughs> you know, it's so weird. I love the odd ambiance. Uh, Janica K. from Woodenville said, Their Chinese food is not good at all. I had fish and pickled vegetable soup there. Not sure that was a good choice to begin with. The soup has no taste, nor the fish or glass noodles. Probably the worst Chinese food I have ever had. And they are pricey. Not worth it at all. Don't go there if you want good Chinese food, period. I've seen a couple people on here say that it's pricey. I don't remember it being that expensive. No, I mean, How many of those little dollar signs? Does, it only has two dollar signs. Yeah. Can't be that expensive. So, <sighs> whatever, Janica. I'm just defending your review now. Yeah, thanks. Oh shit! It's a great place. It's fine. <laughs> you can defend it. What uh, you got? My number three is my favorite uh, place to eat when I'm in Greenwood or North Seattle. Uh, it's called Hummus Cafe, and it's like a they call it Middle East slash shawarma kind of place. Mm. Uh, it's an Egyptian family that owns it. It's got a little bit of a hole-in-the-wall cafe feel. They're always playing goofy Egyptian soap operas on TV or soccer. It's a nice little atmosphere to it. Um, but the food's dynamite. I always get, like, uh, I'll usually get the lamb shawarma, which is, like, thinly diced lamb with some, uh, I think it's, like, a garlic sauce. And you get some pita bread and your hummus, maybe some vegetables. It's dynamite, man. Simple, easy food, really tasty, well-seasoned. And a little bit spicy. That's awesome. The, the, I, I got their Yelp page up here, and the pictures are kind of making my mouth water. I yeah, love, buddy. love baklava. Yeah, they got they, – it's like – so they're Egyptian, so it's like Egyptian-based version of the food. I don't know what Egyptian food actually is, if you were to say, like, a perfect example of Egyptian food, but – it's a Mediterranean country in the northern part, so it takes influences from other places like certain types of rice and baklava desserts and things you'd find in, like, Greek or Turkish or whatever. Okay. Well, uh, BK from Seattle. First time eating here for lunch. Quite disappointed. I asked for an order of eggplant that wasn't fried. I'm not a fan of fried food, and the server stated there was a dish of baked eggplant that I could order. It turned out to be eggplant dip. Huh? Okay, if that's the only non-fried eggplant, so be it. But then the tabbouleh dish appeared, and it was so salty, it was utterly unappetizing. When I took it back to the (laughs) owner and stated how salty it was, her return comment was, It's the lemon. I don't think so. And rather than offer to redo the dish, she was simply unpleasant. We walked out, still hungry. We searched for a more accommodating place. You said his name's listed as BK? BK. Is that for Big Cunt? Oh! You can go fuck yourself. Uh, well, don't order that next time. Apparently it was the lemon. <laughs> Mimi H. from Seattle. Bathroom out of order? How do you run a business without a bathroom? I am so upset we stop here. This is the worst oh, shawarma we have ever had, if you can call it that. Old French fries and they pickles in a shawarma? WTF. Meat doesn't taste like lamb, so probably is not. So what the hell is it? Meat wrapped on a tortilla with pickles and old French fries? The tortilla shawarma were ridiculously thin, which it did not bother me much as they were horrible. Are these people going out of business and they just don't care? Worst 
quote-unquote Middle Eastern place, avoid it. We ordered the food to go because we were heading to drive for a trip, and big surprise, we made the mistake to no check or, I guess, ask for the favor to put napkins. Uh, I'm going to counter that review uh, with their biggest mistake in there. They said they were about to go on a road trip or a trip somewhere. Yeah. Why on earth would you eat anything Middle Eastern (laughs) – Especially like if it's got chickpeas or whatever in it, before you're about to go on a trip. Right. Man, you're going to be shitting your brains out, even if it's good. One more, because this is just like a really interesting layout of this review. It's, it's, a, it's like a dialogue. Me, her, me, her, okay? Good food. Unfortunately, the attitude from the staff stunk. Her. Ready to order? Me. Yes, but I have a question. What is in the Egyptian salad? Her. A bunch of different vegetables. Me. Sounds interesting. Which vegetables? Her. All different. Me. So what are some of the ingredients? Her. Whatever I feel like throwing into it. (laughs) Me. So it changes day to day? Her. Stony silence. Me. I'll have the gyros, please. Too bad. The food was good, but I won't be going back. (laughs) Well, uh, I think the indication there is that the salad is not their number one thing on the menu. And, hey, this person made the right choice by switching to a gyro instead. Did she say it was good? Uh, he, Dom F., he? Um, yeah, he said it was good. So it was good. Some people, some people are the just – The food was good, man. Fuck the service. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a little cafe place. Like, Have you these seen – These fucking people are like 50 years old. They're tired <laughs> of working that job just to keep their family going. They have no time for, like, I don't fucking remember what is in the salad, you know? It's probably lettuce, probably olives. What do you expect to be in a Mediterranean salad? If you have an alert allergy to something or you're going to have an allergic reaction or if there's something you can't have or don't like, just ask if that's in it. Right. Get, get it over with. Don't yeah. give this woman a hard time. Have you seen the South Park episode where Cartman is a Yelp reviewer? No. <laughs> uh, it is. Got to put it on my list. Outstanding. And it reminds me a lot. He, he wields that power with some authority and uh i yeah, feel like that's what a lot sense, of people do a lot of people are just of like pissed off and they're like mm, i'm gonna give a one-star yelp review because actually you didn't... i would i would be willing to bet that like yelp reviews are are like heavily on on the ends of the spectrum that there's either a ton of five like most reviews are five stars or one stars and that the twos threes and fours seems to be so you know or, or it's not going to be like a bell curve. It's going to be like the opposite of a bell, bell curve, like a parabola curve. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's probably the uh, the effort and time it takes t- and everything to write a review and like think it out. And some of these people don't even edit their reviews, so it looks oh, terrible. Well, especially one. So time. you either have to be really pissed off or really stoked in order to take the time to do right. it. Makes sense. Right. What's your number two? Well, my number two is dicks. We've talked Dicks. about it before. It was my number one fast food restaurant. Yeah, buddy. It is a Seattle staple. I knew um, this was going to be on your list. And even though I, I told you that, like, Stanches was one of the best burgers I've ever had, Dick's just uh, makes up for it in the fact that, like, the burgers are consistently excellent. Like, it's, it's an awesome burger. The fries are my favorite kind of fries, like real soft, squishy, greasy fries. They've got great milkshakes. <laughs> um They've got multiple locations closer to me, so I'm able to visit it much more frequently, uh, much more than I probably should, actually. They're open <laughs> late. They pay their employees $17 an hour to start. Um, 
yeah, it's it's been in you know, Sir Mix a Lot songs and Macklemore videos, and it's just like iconic Seattle, man. I, I love dicks. I love sausage. Yeah, I love dicks. Sausage and dicks. It's all your thing. Well, TL from Federal Way went to Dicks in Lake City yesterday to find out what all the hype is about Dicks hamburgers. <clears throat> well, they are bad. Can't believe all the positive reviews this place gets. The burgers the burgers are garbage in a bun. They <laughs> they charge for onions and charge for ketchup, which he put cats up, but no. And he went dot 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 really. Strawberry shake was more like strawberry milk. Fries are greasy. Uh not a lot in there to go on. This guy yeah, man, I'm, I'm really sorry picky. they charge for their food. I'm not sure what you were expecting. Yeah, I mean, people got to make a living, right? Uh, Marsha M. from Seattle wrote, Very rude staff would not let my kid have a cup of water. Even though we ordered food, the cashier would not give him some water unless we gave her 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. Oh, your kid's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh then she wrote, he 10 years old. She had him running back and forth to the car and still would not give him the water. 10-year-old doesn't need water. Dot, dot, dot. It's not like a baby, man. Come on. Then the other person behind the counter comes to tell me it's a misunderstanding. So much crap over a cup of water and for how much money I spend there every day <laughs> on some really bad food only because it's a convenient location. What? Oh, so many things wrong with this review. It's bizarre. Uh... I can't believe... I wonder if they really eat there every day. Probably. They're going to die, man, real soon. <laughs> you can't eat that shit every day. Oh, darn. <laughs> uh, I mean, kids need water. you got to take care of them. But, I mean, just give them the fucking 20 cents. If it's, ten, if, it's ten, if it's a 10-year-old kid, it's not like it's an urgent situation. Like, and if you're really eating there every day, you've got the money to give them 20 cents for a cup of water. Actually, yeah, if you're eating there every day, there's like so uh, much salt in your body, yeah. you do need water. Yeah. It's, it is an urgent situation. Uh, there's one other one by Rye, just R-Y-H, not on DoorDash or any other delivery service anymore. Burgers are good. Fries are greasy. Condiments cost five cents each. Seriously? Dot, 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 dot. It's a nickel. That's, oh, yeah, it's a nickel. It's a one-star review. I think because the condiments are five cents and it's not on DoorDash. Can't have it delivered. All right. That's why he gave a one-star review. Ooh, this whole thing's backfiring. All right. Did I already do? No, I haven't done my number two yet. What's your number two? I took two? you there. It's Serret Gall, which is a Korean restaurant in uh, Lakewood. Oh, that's uh, the one. Just south in, yeah, south of Tacoma. Yeah. And it was super good. They have great soju. Uh, they've got so many amazing dishes, a lot of really spicy stuff. When I'm in the mood for real spicy food, I go eat there. Uh Rice stuff, soups, they give you nice little platters with all kinds of little vegetables and things to eat along with it. Just tasty Korean stuff. Real good. I am not going to re- re- read Dan P's review. Why Although not? he has the most friends. He's got 437 Yelp friends. Really? Dan is active. He thinks this is Facebook or something. And this review is like, um, like it, it doesn't even fit in one screen. I have to scroll down to see. That's the a one-star review. Although I'm going to just read you one part of it. It's a one-star review. The highlights. I have a clear policy with a cutoff for dining in. Have a clock displayed. What? Yeah, I don't. Okay. Whatever. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Um, you have a policy. Come on, man. It's not your restaurant. 
Wow, there's a lot of long one-star reviews. Actually, oh, I will say this. There's only one, two, three, four one-star reviews. How many reviews total? Total reviews? How do I see that? Uh, oh, 98. Hey, I got good taste, man. That's pretty good. That That's should uh, good. speak to my credibility here. Good spicy Korean food. Good meats. Good veggies. Great rice. Amazing soju. <laughs> Eat at Saragol. Okay. And it's one of those things that's outside Seattle and kind of outside Tacoma, I don't know how too. to pronounce this person's well name known. because uh, their, their name is actually displayed in what I believe is Japanese. Um, but it says, food is really great. This is, this is one of their one-star reviews says, food is really great. Jeez. But waitress is horrible. She is the worst personality ever. I was so embarrassed. Big claim. Many times need to call server for ordering, even though she looked at us, but just ignoring. She can thinks that she is just one of <laughs> employees, but her service can make reviews are going to be bad. Oh God. Okay. Uh, why is she so also, embarrassed? Also, hey, another one star review. Why are people so embarrassed? Another one of another one of their four one star reviews starts off with all caps. I love the food here. Dude, if you love the food, you can't make a one-star review. That's yeah. I'm shutting you down, bro. So two people love the food, and one guy was pissed they didn't have a clock. So <laughs> that's a pretty good place. Oh, man, they don't want you to, you know, try to time your eating. I don't know. Why do you need a clock when you're eating? If you, uh, how, We're all walking around with clocks, phones, yeah. TVs, basically, in our fucking pocket. Yeah. Why do you need a clock on the wall? Yeah, he, he, he might have some other issues. I mean, if you're worried about the timing of everything, use a stopwatch on your phone. It's going to be a lot better than watching this the fucking clock on the wall. He has 438 yeah, Yelp grief. friends, and he takes time to write, like, 17-paragraph reviews. So, <laughs> Yeah, this guy's a little too Yelp active. All right, number I'll one. I'll give him a one-star Yelp review for living. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, focus and your view gets one star, sir. My number one... It's called Tan V. It's a Vietnamese restaurant oh, in the U district, right on the Ave. Um, my first job out of college was for a, a sports company where I, I spent part time working down um, in Soto, down by the stadiums, and then other part of the time working up in the U district. Um, and so I went to this restaurant all the time. I would just walk down a couple blocks from from my work and go there for lunch. Um, the pho soup is excellent. The sandwiches are excellent. Bon me, um, yeah, the bon me sandwiches, and and most notably, like the reason, I mean, the 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 restaurant first became one of my favorite restaurants because the food is great, but then the employees, it's a brother and sister who own the place, and they started to remember me every time I would come in. They would go, "Oh, Connor, how are you? Great to see you." <laughs> to the point, dude, where I moved away to North Carolina. And hadn't been there in like over a year and came back. And they were like, Connor, how oh, are damn. you? Yeah. That's awesome, man. So I was like, that like blew me away. I mean, that, that kind of like, that shows you how good the service is there where they remember customers. Like, and they've got, I'm not alone in that because I know like they have like cards hanging up on the wall. Like people say, who, who takes time to mail like a Christmas card or like go on a trip and mail a restaurant a postcard? They have <laughs> that kind of stuff on the wall because nice. that's the relationship that they, that they like develop with their customers. Yeah, I've been there once with you, and I remember it being real good. 
Yeah, I just went there the other day. Um, Cheryl and I went to a, a comedy show in right at the Neptune in Seattle, and we we went there for dinner, and it was awesome. And the the gal the the lady who owns the place, she's more of the one who remembered me, and she unfortunately wasn't there. I was like, I actually hadn't been there in several years, so I was wondering, like, okay, this is like the real test. Is she yeah. gonna remember me now? You know, I've got a beard. I haven't been there in a couple of years, and unfortunately, her only her brother was there, and he like he he smiled at me, but he didn't say anything. But like. Uh, I was I was excited to see if she would remember me, so I'll have to uh, go back and test it. But I love that place. That place is. I'll tell you another little side story. Cheryl and I, in college, we you know I love like uh, making lists and questionnaires and just that sort of thing. So one one thing we did in college is we we were just sitting around one day and we made two questionnaires where we filled them out. We we made a bunch of like headings of like. Um, Top three favorite movies, top three favorite bands, top three favorite albums, top three favorite restaurants, mm-hmm. top three favorite whatever. All these a like, survey, basically like, yeah, information like, gathering. It was it's either front front and back or it's a couple pages long of all these different categories. And then what we did, it, we, we we basically made a time capsule where we filled out our current thoughts on all those things. Oh, my favorite movies are this, this, and this. And then we made a blank one and we put them both in an envelope and said, "Do not open for ten years." <laughs> so we did the first one in. 2002. I'm surprised you still knew where it was after a decade. Yeah, we, we save it. We have it downstairs right now. So we did the second one when we were in North Carolina in 2012, and the third one is going to be 2022. It's it's November. I think it's November 22nd, 2022. But I I know that on I think Ton V has been in my top three favorite restaurants in both of the first. Ooh, it's got longevity. So. Well, <clears throat> no, actually, it wouldn't have been on my 2002 list because I didn't know about it until like 2005. But it was definitely on my last one. Oh, still, that's what yeah. 14 years ago. Yeah, not too shabby, buddy. Uh, Jordan S from Bellingham writes: Recently ordered some food from Tan V. Once it arrived, I immediately noticed that everything was overcooked and the meat was as hard as a frisbee, and, <laughs> ta- and tasted like one as well. I don't know why Frisbee is the marker for it. Oh, he's from Bellingham. He, he definitely oh, has had a lot of yeah, Frisbees. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The little thing that came with it actually tasted like plastic, and I had to spit it out of my mouth and throw the entire thing in the trash. Could that little thing have been a spoon, do you think? Maybe it was a Frisbee. I mean, it might have been a Frisbee. <laughs> my wife called to politely give them feedback before leaving a review, and the lady was so rude to her on the phone that I decided to leave a review instead disgusting food and horrible customer service they were so rude to my sweet wife i should have read the reviews that were not recommended read the reviews that were not recommended many of them mentioned cockroaches no no <laughs> i refuse to believe it you refuse to it's believe impossible. well i got news for you uh there's cockroaches in like every restaurant somewhere if you're worried about cockroaches, just More protein. put it out of your mouth, out of your mind, and out of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, well, that's your last one, huh? That's it. That's my number one. Tan V, what's your number one? My number one is Red Star Taco Bar. Nice. Uh, there's one in Fremont and Seattle, and they just opened a little while ago, one in Tacoma. Uh, it's that one kind of taco place that sets themselves apart by having some unique flavor combinations yeah it's a it's a lot less traditional like mexican taco and way more like americanized hipster kind flashy of, yeah. hipster it's a total hipster joint but it's yep. really 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 good uh, my go-to is the uh cajun catfish taco i think it is uh they make a they take a little 
catfish cutlets and they bread them in crushed uh, house-made uh, tortilla chips. So the breading's actually made from their house-made tortilla chips. <clears throat> and there's some cabbage and like this Cajun roumelade sauce on it. Totally not what you expect, ex- expect in a taco, but it's really tasty. It has all the like the right textures that you want in your taco and uh, really tasty, good spice to it. They have all kinds of creative things like they have a you know, adobada tacos, they've got carnitas, you know, traditional things with pretty traditional presentation. Uh, they've got a new one that's a Philly cheesesteak taco with pickled jalapenos. It's delicious. You know, real inventive, real tasty, very straightforward, easy to eat food. Uh, they take things that you wouldn't necessarily think would go together, but make them extremely accessible for being unusual. Uh, but tasty little tacos, man. And they have great, uh, Bean dip, great cheese dip. It's simple food. It's great. I eat every almost every time I'm in the Fremont area, which is often when I'm working in Seattle. Yeah, well, um, darn it. Y from Seattle. Darn it. <clears throat> darn it, maybe? D A R N I T. Or is it just darn it? Darn it. Terrible service. If you are a single man at the bar, expect to be ignored. If you are a girl, expect. <laughs> That's the same for any bar in Seattle. If you are a girl, expect great service from a lot of leery eyes on the service side. Who runs uh, this meat locker of a staff? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, I'm guessing this person's never been to Fremont before. <laughs> uh, Not that that means it's acceptable, but that'll happen. Evan W., Seattle native, disrespected and disappointed with Red Star. Ooh. Recently, a new waiter had told my friend and I we were loitering after having spent nearly $100 on food and drinks. $100? We were finishing drinks at the table, and nearly all other booths were empty. Inconsiderate and ignorant care of customers after spending this amount on decent tacos. I can no longer recommend this restaurant to visitors or locals. Wait, did that person say it was just them and their friend? Yes. And they spent $100? Yep, allegedly. I mean, they've got cheap, cheap tacos. It's only a couple bucks per taco, even at regular price, not even Taco Tuesday. They must have had a lot of tequila. Maybe yeah, they were being disordered. They were probably drunk. They were probably, they were probably being assholes. By the way, there's good tequila selection there, too. One-star Yelp reviewers are, are usually assholes. So. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. So there you go. Well, uh, these are a lot of uh, really awesome restaurants. Uh, the ones that I haven't tried that you listed, I'm, I need to check them out. Yeah, same. Uh, but, you know, let us know what you like. What's the better restaurants in the Northwest we should check out? Yeah, uh, we didn't Idaho, list anything on Idaho. Where are you at? <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to Idaho in like 15 years, so that probably doesn't help. But, I mean, you go there. Yeah, I go there like twice a year. Yeah, I need to, I'm need. i going to start going there twice a year for my job. So, you need to know where to eat. Let us know. Coming up on Season 3, Top 10 Restaurants in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Later, y'all. See ya. You can subscribe to the We Rank Things podcast on iTunes, so go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. You and all your friends can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can find more info about us on our podcast at WeRankThings.com, and you can let us know what you think about our rankings at WeRankThings on Twitter or at WeRankThingsPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to the We Rank Things podcast.